0: up everybody and welcome to this episode of multi goodness i'm one of your hosts kyle banky talking to the man who most resembles a lager beer christopher tootin chris how are you doing today
1: <laughs> i'm doing fantastic unfortunately we are uh still still remote we're still we're, we're still doing the podcast remote but we other are. than that i'm doing fantastic yep. because we're and i'll obviously i'll let you do the one as we do the intro to a new season sure. but um but we're getting to drink beer again. Not we to are. say I haven't had any beer over the last few months, but this is beer with you, Kyle. It's a little different. So. It, is,
0: it is a little different. Um, today, we have a really cool episode. I'll talk about that in a second. But remember, you can always stay up to date with all things multi-goodness at our website, MultiGoodness.com, or on Instagram at multi-goodness podcast, or on Facebook at multi-goodness. And remember, we're kicking off season four, Chris. We've been doing this for almost two years now. We're in season four. Um, So we're kicking off a new season. Uh, Remember, we always do 16 episode seasons uh, posting every Saturday uh, from now until we were done with 16 episodes. Uh, Then we'll take a short break. Um, But yeah, uh, Chris, we have some really cool things coming up too. And I wanted to talk carve out
1: maybe a minute here and just chat a little bit about them so um <laughs> it, and i will point out that yeah. you're right before you go into it because you're right people are probably gonna be like oh they're wait, they've been waiting all off season for what episode are they gonna kick off the season with because yeah. we've been kicking them off with some really good ones so yeah um yeah so what do we have coming up chris or we, what do we have coming up or how do you want
0: to yeah it? <laughs> yeah uh chris on the 20th of february so we're releasing this the first week of february but on the 20th which is two weeks from now we are releasing a collaboration beer with our friends at Social Fox Brewing, um, so we'd like anyone to come out and give it a try. It's called Oot their F- Oot Oot your face Oot your face um, Oot your
1: face, which basically means junk off your ass. Yeah, um, In Gaelic.
0: Yeah, tell Chris. Do you want to tell them a little bit about the style?
1: Yeah, sure. I, and I, I kind of did a sneak peek of the beer. A spoiler alert, Kyle. I have actually already tried the beer. Yeah. Um. But so I kind of got the backstory behind the name. Not to say we didn't have any help with the name, and we'll talk a little bit about it. Obviously, um, when we kind of do those episodes. But, but yeah, it's uh, that came about. You want me to talk about how we actually came about to build that collaboration? and Kind of pulled it yeah, off or the yeah. pre-process, if you will. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean, so we obviously we we featured them on the show. What was that season three? I believe right. Hmm. And by the way, I'm working from home or <laughs> recording from home, and so therefore the dogs might make some background noises every yeah. now and then. I'm I'm enjoy I'm inviting them in on this podcast nice. today. So, but um, but yeah, so we we obviously had them on the show, and we built a pretty cool connection with them, and we started talking to them, and you know they know they kind of know about our homebrew background, or my my homebrew kind of extensively background. Kyle's obviously dabbled with it here and there a little bit. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, hey, we recorded a we 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 made a beer together. We did so. We're officially homebrewers now. We're both of us. Anyway, so um yeah, so we we started talking to them about it. And we actually one of my favorite styles is the Scotch Ale. And so we uh we actually started started the conversation and realized that hey, they kind of had one on tap. They had some ideas mm-hmm. um coming up. They had a new head brewer, head brewmaster, who actually was not on the show when we recorded with them, but Correct. new to um Social Fox. And so we got a chance to actually partner with them as they were going to kind of formulate and actually brew the beer. And so we were there on brew day. So. We were yeah, hanging out but, with Craig. W- yep. Hanging out with Craig. And to be honest, I you know, I I want to give like spoilers like that, but I, I can't wait. Cause we're going to obviously be doing, we're going to get a chance to speak to them again. Not only try our beer, but tried some variations on our beer as well, which I think yeah. are going to be super exciting. So yeah. Um, that's just one of the cool things we have coming up this i think that that is the big one we really wanted to start the season with that one yeah um unfortunately as some things happen with beer you gotta let it age gotta let it mellow gotta gotta let something some things happen with beer and we really wanted to kick off the season didn't want to get started late so um yeah we have a huge we have some huge beers for you today
0: we do we do uh today chris our episode is featuring lagers which it, German style, but it, you know, it means uh, the German pronunciation is lager, beer, which uh, refers to beer brewed for keeping. Which yeah. again, oh, is really? Why I is called, that actually what it translates Yeah, for? <laughs> which is why I actually called you a lager because you know, Ooh. you're you're you were made for keeping. Um, I'm made for
1: keeping, yeah.
0: But today, Chris, why don't you tell us a little bit about this beer that we're kicking the episode off with because you picked this one up
1: or sure did you? I, yeah, I did not pick it up and actually it, you're right it's kind of a segue between some some more exciting stuff Kyle and I have coming up for you all you listeners this season but uh, so yeah so which also I'm pointing out like, the the irony and the fact that I don't think we have ever actually featured like just I, I think we've kind of dabbled with lagers as a style we've obviously done some different German styles whatnot but it's kind of cool we're finally circling back because I feel like that's a question I get asked all the time which is that oh my favorite beer is this lager <laughs> Can't have you featured that on your show that type of thing yeah. so um anyway it's just it's kind of cool that we're finally getting to kind of feature on loggers and just hey try a couple different because we do have three different types of loggers today we'll say so um but the first one is a we're actually going not beers around the world but it is not from the united states it is um it's from poland yeah and it's so it's called castellan i say i want to go ahead and get into i want to go and open it first obviously and then we can talk a little bit about how we came to get this beer actually because you're right i did source this one um this is castellan unpasteurized from oh shoot um i'm gonna sirp, by the sirp- way syrup sirp- sirp- syrup 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 brewery yeah yep which i you know like i said i know i probably murdered that so i'm so sorry um and they actually have well let's go and crack into it this yeah. isn't a tall boy kind of reminds me of an irish um smithix yeah but I, can but it's not this one's not on nitro so ah, so this is actually the lightest one of all the ones we have today I believe mm-hmm. at five percent oh yeah let's get it let's get it in the glass hear that oh sweet sweet sound of beer going into the glass oh, there he is good, good whiskey old whiskey to, out, yeah whiskey to, that is the uh, the old pup reminder we have uh, three three multi goodness dogs officially we do um <laughs> this is. This is whiskey who you hear barking in the background right now. Um, Murphy is, is chewing on her bone at my feet. And what's Finn up to Finn go? is
0: eating some dinner.
1: Oh boy. Yeah. I, I had to eat dinner before this. Cause I hadn't really had anything in a few hours. And so I was like, I'm going to get drunk if I don't do that. But anyway, <laughs> um, so this, this one going into the glass, obviously the unpasteurized is what's interesting to me about this beer. I'd yeah. say, and that's why I wanted to feature it. Cause I feel like that's something you don't normally see. Um, I'm not going to say that I'm, we, we had obviously a little bit of a, a, a faux pas with with some of the style descriptions last year time we did a beer on the world so i'm not going to i don't want to misspeak and say that this is like a polish style through and through because it's unpasteurized or anything like that i just i think that this is just this particular beer but um yeah. it essentially just means that they didn't go through the full process i imagine of um killing all the yeast at first a lot of times what you'll do is when you make a beer, you'll bring it up to like a boiling temp. So it kind of kills all the yeast a little bit more effectively before you officially ferment it, like yeah. the wild yeast. So,
0: yeah. I I, and when I, when doing. I looked up a little bit of information on this beer as well, it, it just says it's a Euro pale ale. Um, mm-hmm. so they, they're they throwing it out. There is just a, a, mm. a pale lager. Sorry, not an ale. Cause this is a okay. lager episode. Oh. Um, yeah, Gosh, whiskey, <laughs> by the way, his name is
1: whiskey. I should point that out. <laughs>
0: uh, uh yeah, the, it, it definitely looks uh, straw-colored
1: in the glass. Uh, very, Pause. very clear. <laughs> I'm going to have to close my door because he's going to keep barking. He yeah. Just bark. Anytime I have the... Um, oh, I thought i marked. Anytime I have the, uh, the noise off, that's when he starts barking. Because every single thing. He hears. Oh, yeah. So, we'll just say pick up on European lager type thing. Right. Yeah. One second. <laughs> make sure i'm still recording
0: all right cool yeah chris when i look this up uh it it does categorize it as a euro pale ale or uh, lager sorry
1: not an ale because okay. this is the lager episode which i don't actually know what that means in terms of style so i don't either i'm not but hey I, you know it's definitely one we've come to know and, and just looking at this one in the glass i mean give, give me your thoughts give me your two cents i've got a big glass which we'll talk about i'm sure in a little bit yeah but, uh um, yeah very, very straw color
0: in the in the glass, uh very light, very clear, lots of bubbles,
1: yeah, mine is also very I was gonna say it's yeah, so I'm not sure if what size glass you had, but this is a sixteen ounce can, <laughs> so mm-hmm. did you get to pour it all in the glass? I did not,
0: I poured okay. a good amount into my glass, oh, I
1: did, I definitely did, and I'm gonna do something we don't normally do, but I'm gonna go and tell you I'm taking a sip, but I'm not gonna mm. describe it yet because i wanna I just I'm gonna have to drink some of this beer down before we get to our next one, obviously, so
0: yeah Mm -mm. smell uh it it reminds me uh, a lot of uh just a regular beers beer you know like a it does like a general man's beer um a gentleman's beer yeah gentleman what's wrong with
1: the gentlewoman's beer that too
0: that too (laughs) uh i know what you mean though a Definitely beer. a
1: European. I mean, from what we've come to know from like European styles, especially because I think we've mentioned it on previous shows, we're literally anywhere you go in Europe, and I don't even remember what traveling is like anymore to Europe or really yes. anywhere around the world right now. But um, it's interesting because anywhere you go in Europe, I feel like it's it's rare to in, if you just go to a restaurant where you're like, hey, I want to order. Can I get the Castellana pastured? Can I get that on you know in a in a pint or whatever? Can I mm-hmm. get a um heineken can, can i get that you you don't really ask for the beer brand usually you just say hey can you can know i get a ein beer? beer like if you're, if you're in germany i'm Germany, beer bitte um and literally it's just like it's you just you just order a beer and they kind of bring you i think you have actually specifically have to ask at a few places if they say like dark you'll just say can i get a dark beer or whatever they don't you don't really order it by brand and so this is what i've come to know um just an aroma looking at it it kind of looks like exactly like that in a glass like i just got brought a a, a european lager a light beer um, smells like it looks like it um which is a you know those are these are good beers to be honest with you so there's nothing wrong with that it's not an, it's not a hazy ipa or a hot bomb or anything like that but yeah um yeah so the aroma for me is you're right super super lagery beer it almost lagers in my opinion do smell fresher
0: they do yeah what I,
1: I and I don't know what it is. I don't know if there's any reality that I just know that when I smell one, I'm like, oh, that's smells like, uh, you know, like a, it smells fresh for some reason, like no matter what.
0: Yeah, mm. Um, I, I did jump in and take a sip as well, Chris. I couldn't sit here. You kind of have to and not and not drink it. You kind
1: of have to for sure. Yeah. Um, But so yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say before, you know, so this is what I was going to touch on earlier about the beer itself. So this beer, I came to get it from a one of the beer clubs. One of the beer boxes oh, yeah, get delivered yeah. to your to your front doorstep, which which you act all surprised, but I'll just go on I'll go on and a ruin for the listeners. We both are now part of doing this. Our um our yep. lovely wives got us, which by the way, this is officially the first episode that I can say wife. Yeah. For Karina, I believe, because I think of the last episode of last season ended right there before the last it did. Before we got married. So um <laughs> my wife um she got me this for Christmas um and I believe Kelly got you yours for your birthday last actually year, right
0: Actually it was my mom and my sister that got me in.
1: Oh just kidding yeah. I thought it was Kelly so well hey you know what um I Bonnie and Alicia that's shout out to you guys because literally y'all uh y'all got him this one so so it's not all the wives club i guess getting us this but yeah. yeah we so we both have a beer club and this was just and i got my first one literally this month um or the month before i guess this one and this was in there so nice kind of a cool one definitely wouldn't have won you know this isn't one i would normally like feature but i was like hey this is super cool so something that you'll hear from us later on in the season is i think we're gonna pick some of our best ones mm-hmm. that we feel like we've gotten in the box throughout the throughout the last few months, and we're actually going to try and feature one or two uh, episodes around those. So yeah, this is not officially that episode where we do that, but this we I thought this is a cool enough beer, especially fit the style that we wanted to be able to have a chance to feature it. So for sure, with that being said, now you can talk all about flavor.
0: Yeah, Um, it is. I think the best word that you picked so far, Chris, was fresh. Um, It even though, you know, this probably traveled a good amount of distance and and also maybe sat for a little bit. Uh it does taste extremely fresh. Uh I'm getting a really nice like light kind of uh grain kind of flavor to it. Um and it's not like it's not a a slap in the face of flavor. It's 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 a it's a nice balance between being very light uh and and also having a decent amount of that like nice grain flavor.
1: Yeah. It I agree and and there's actually interesting I'm trying to so when I'm drinking Lagers especially it's so easy to just confuse them. Um, I can tell the difference. I feel like I'm starting to be able to tell the difference in like a European lager, a Vienna lager, which is actually slightly different than mm-hmm. a European lager, even though Vienna is in Austria, and like a American lager. Um, I noticed so, actually, one of the beers that we had some craft beer at the wedding, and what the beer we featured there was the um, the lager by Steady Hand. Oh, yeah. Um, which which was, you know, I had one of those the other day, and I just, I forgot, like, how good that... That's a really good lager. It's kind of... It is. And so, it's just one of those that, like, I'm finding myself doing that more, and it's like, I'm, I am kind of taste the difference with... This one, I'm actually noticing, and I'm not sure if this is the unpasteurized element to it or not, but there's almost like a slight back-end taste, like a bitterness almost that comes, and, and like I said, my head's probably just telling me that. There's probably no reality to that at all, but... <laughs> I'm just telling myself that, hey, it's unpasteurized, so there's a bitterness to it. But yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> um, yeah, no, it's it's really good, which... Go ahead.
0: I was just going to read a little bit about the beer. Uh, it just says, all Is natural there? ingredients, a traditional Polish recipe, and the lack of pasteurization uh, are the secrets of the exceptional taste of our beer, fresh from nature.
1: So... I think it's also interesting that reading on, on Untapped that they... Don't officially list the ABV, which if you hadn't noticed, we hadn't even mentioned it. We haven't. It does say on the can it's 5.4% alcohol by volume. This is a 500-milliliter can, by the way, not a 16-ounce. Correct. This is a 500-milliliter, yeah. which is just slightly over 16. It's 16.9 ounces. Correct. Um, but it's interesting because in their st- the style and untapped, how they kind of listed the last, obviously the first part of it kind of mentions what you said, but it says ABV should be relatively low at 3 to 5%. So... It's like a range they give you so it tells yeah. me that um now this one we got is clearly one that's meant for the market it's meant to go around the world um i actually mentioned i, I saw in the back that this is actually imported in the u.s by st killian importing company mm-hmm. so it, it's, it's definitely it's one of those like like many of the beers we get from abroad it's it's brought in through one of the kind of the big distributors definitely um but i'm wondering if they have a version of this like in poland or like this slash it's almost more of a homebrew style like localized version that's why it says three to five because they it's almost like a raw beer in yeah. a way yeah. i don't know just curious something to think about for sure um hey speaking of steady hand kyle yeah. we i want to talk about glassware we, sure. we're going to try and make this obviously a point we started last season and i think even the season before that a little bit every now and then talking about it but um yeah. what you drinking out of tonight
0: i'm drinking out of uh one of those tall slender glasses uh wisconsin brewing co which is out of verona which is kind of by madison area in wisconsin by the capital.
1: Ooh. Yeah. Something tells me we're going to get some Wisconsin beer this season as well. I think we are, Chris. I think Speaking we Speaking of, which in fact I already know we are because literally um we've already talked about it and I already know what you got cuz you went home for Christmas, but we won't yeah. ruin it for we won't ruin it for the listeners. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I love the tall, slender glasses. Actually, ironically enough, I think I'm uh, rocking a similar one tonight. Mm-hmm. But mine is actually one that you got me. Yeah. Um, you and Kelly got me for my birthday last year. It is a steady hand glass, which ironically enough, when I talk about their lager. But yeah. um, it's a 20 ounce glass, though. So yeah. it's a hu- It's the same glass you described, I believe. Yep. Kind of kind of gets slightly bigger around like three quarters of the way up and then slightly tapers in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this one's a, it's a big glass, and obviously you know which one I'm talking about, but I'm trying to describe it for the listeners, okay? Yeah, it's like charades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, no, I love this glass, because literally I can drink any beer in it. This one is, like I said, a 500-milliliter can, and it didn't even go all the way to the top. It's mm-hmm. actually got a line on the glass where 16 ounces is, so all that head retention or all that foam that that was on this beer, you're right, it, like... It made it look so cool because I poured it to the sixteen ounce, and then literally the foam took up the rest of the. That's awesome. The uh the spot there, so yeah, it's really cool to see. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. Let's uh cool. let's talk a little bit about can design, Chris, because this is this is definitely what I would consider to be a very European uh, can design um, as well. Uh, so you did talk about it. It's a sixteen sure. ounce can. Um, or 16.9. Um, but it's, it uses a a very interesting, um, amount of space for the design, let's say like the main illustration and the rest of it's like this really cool kind of like swooping like green, uh, layer on the outside with some gold trim. Um, and on the center, we just have an illustration of a farm, um, with a windmill. Uh, which
1: very much reminds yeah. me of Poland. Look, it looks like it's going through some wheat fields. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. I actually have never been to Poland myself, and I've never really even seen that many pictures of Poland. I I would have thought this picture looked a little bit more like Amsterdam or like something like Belgium or something. But I'll I'll take their word for it. And then yeah, and it, I'm just gonna point something out about this can that maybe you hadn't noticed yet. Sure. If you kind of hold it back a little bit and start kind of rotating it side to side, it kind of looks like a um, leprechaun's jacket
0: oh yeah yeah for sure
1: (laughs) it's it's a weird thing to describe it kind of looks looks like a little uh and i'm I'm only saying leprechaun Mm because it's green and gold but literally looks like if you're looking straight ahead it kind of looks like the two lapels coming over and everything but i don't know and it's gonna drive home and maybe that's why i said from the beginning that this beer the beer can design itself almost reminds me of something that would be like an irish beer like Mm -hmm. a, a um like I said, I'm saying Smithix. There's another one I'm thinking of that kind of, this kind of looks like. So that's probably why my mind goes there. That's it's not it probably has no other reason other than that. So sure, but it does have very similar uh, colorations as Stella as well. Yeah, it's the green yeah, and the true. white. And yeah. I do like the. I definitely like the white. I don't. Yeah, and and we'll get into it, I'm sure with the rating a little bit, but yeah, I don't the 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 can design's a little weird in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's it's definitely you know I'd notice it. Uh, well, I take that back. I don't I this one might get lost for me in the store because I'm honestly trying to grab my mind about whether or not I've seen this beer in the States. Sure. I'm assuming it's distributed here in the southeast, um but not 100 percent sure. Just because I feel like I've been over to Buford Farmer's Market a good few times and looked for, like all the different like world beers. And I don't remember seeing this one, but I feel like that goes to speak around some of the, the fact that maybe it's right, just because it gets lost in translation. Yeah. So, I
0: don't know. Whiskey losing <coughs> his mind back there, just yeah, you can his, always his kind of hear stuff. him.
1: You know, it, it's kind of funny though. You know, I I was just trying to get the dogs out of here earlier because obviously I don't want them barking right in your in everyone's ear. But uh, you know, we've gotten so used to it working from home, I feel like almost the the one year that we've been doing that now. Yeah. So I'm used to Whiskey going crazy and having to deal with with him. I figured our listeners you might have to be dealing with it a little bit longer. Hopefully we're out of the woods, but yeah. you never know. So, um, yeah. So let's, uh, you want to talk final thoughts on this one? Cause unfortunately I don't know price point either. That's something I sure. normally would like to talk about, but, um, yeah. So I'll, I'll just go ahead and go first since I'm talking, I'll just yeah, let it roll out right off the tongue. Cause I do not know. Um so for me there's you know again I've already kind of harped on maybe some of the can design aspects I feel like I would like a little bit more. Flavor's really good. Man, dogs are really freaking out. Fl- flavor's really good in my opinion. It's definitely one that I would be I would love to like it it takes me back to you know since we're not getting to travel as much right now this definitely is taking me back to Europe a little bit which I really can appreciate cuz that's a obviously getting a longing to travel right now a little bit. So other than that, the the unpasteurized that bitterness flavor, which I'm cons- I'm calling it, the unpasteurization is leading to that. I'm not loving that. It's kind of adds a weird character in the back note, but could literally just be, uh, could honestly just be this single can because I'm not sure if you're getting that or not. But a, a um, little bit, but no, but okay. not overly, yeah, power, powering, okay. Other than that, I mean, I like I said, I feel like this is it, it, there's not too many distinguishable things to pick out. I think mm-hmm. it's super cool they include this in the beer box. Sure. It, you just being completely honest, I feel like they, I, I'm hoping for more like true craft beer from a beer box perspective throughout yeah. the year, but we'll see what we get. It's kind of cool that we get stuff like this because, like I said, it is. It, I wasn't sure how much of it was going to be true like beer around the world, like craft beer, and how much of it was going to just be like loggers and stuff. So, yeah. other than that, um, I'm going to give it a. You know what? I may give it a solid four because, as far as loggers go, I'm pretty happy with with the flavor overall. Okay. Um, I can't pick out much bad. It's not like a. It doesn't. It doesn't seem like it's going to give me a headache if I have two or three of them. For six sure. pack test. It passed the four pass four pack test. I don't know if it would pass the six pack just because it's in a taller can. But. For sure.
0: Yeah, I would agree. Um, what for,
1: about you, Kyle? For
0: me, I I it, like you said. I, I'm not a huge fan of the branding. I think it. I think it does kind of. It can differentiate itself, but I feel like it's just going to get lost in the mix. Um, the beer itself is really good. I really like uh, the flavor that I'm getting. This could be an easy uh, drinking kind of like I'm going to have like three or four kind of hang out over, you know, afternoon. Um, this would definitely be in that category. Um, the one thing I will say for me is that uh, head retention and uh, those bubbles kind of disappeared real quick um hmm. it, it, it on my end it at least it it almost looks like flat beer at this point uh um, really yeah which which is very interesting could be the glassware um could be a, a multitude of things so i wouldn't necessarily a peg mul- it direct. multitude yeah a multitude <laughs> um yeah but uh I, i'm gonna go three five i think it's a solid beer but i i don't know that it quite hits that that cap
1: that i'd that i uh okay. i hold dear as as the four so yeah. No, honestly. And just for what it's worth, my my um my head retention is is sticking around a little bit more. It's kind of coating the side of the glass, in fact. It's a little surprising for me. I think maybe that's you're right. I feel like if that hadn't happened, if it if there wasn't still a little bit of foam sticking around, I might have given it a little bit lower. Yeah. But um it just it looks it looks really cool in the glass. Still looks for a lager, It looks a little bit more enticing. It looks a little more exciting than just a normal lager. So, um cool. Well, hey, um first beer of the new season. Yeah. And I yeah. will say this. It's it was a good one. As always, it's a beers beer. It's yeah. a weekday beer too, so those are always for sure. decently I love getting one of these midweek. But um cheers to Castellon and Sirp. I'm gonna, I think it's Sirp or Sears. We're probably pronouncing it all wrong Sirp. by the way. But cheers cheers, <laughs> cheers to uh, a Unpasteurized. Hey, Kyle, we need to do Poland un- at some point in time, I guess, yeah. on the actual show. Maybe get some actual beer from Poland. So, there we go. But yeah, yeah. Cheers. cheers. All right, so moving on to... The next beer we're doing an oak Age imperial. St- no, I'm just kidding. It's actually another lager. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this one actually, ironically enough, we've we've double. We, we're good about this now, Kyle. Mm-hmm. You picked this one up um, on the aforementioned trip up to Wisconsin, which did. you guys drove. Um, we did. So, which which is always kind of cool because you get to see a lot of America mm-hmm. in the middle between here and Wisconsin, which means you get a chance to pick up some good beer. So for sure. What, um, what's the second beer we're drinking and, uh, what's the story with it? How'd you pick it up?
0: Yeah. Um, so we, I have Braxton Brewing Co. out of Covington, uh, Kentucky here. Uh, this is their garage beer, which is their premium lager. Um, we decided on the way home, uh, to stop, uh, halfway, not halfway, but like, <laughs> you know, make the stop for the night, and uh, we got a hotel in uh, Bowling Green, Kentucky. Um, and good thing we Old did Bowling Chris. Green, yeah, yeah. Um, good thing we did, Chris, because we got rear-ended on the way home, and we we kind of oh no. kind of had a high stress oh. drive on the way home, so we wanted to stop anyways. Um, you
1: you probably needed a beer to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, uh, definitely did. Went and bought a. Uh, bought like a six pack and uh this was this is one of the beers uh i actually went to a kroger right down the road from our hotel and just built oh, a nice. six pack of
1: beer yeah um, kroger's been doing a good job of keeping the, the locals local yeah. stuff on t- like in, in the store right now so yeah can, honestly know, uh,
0: at least by me uh
1: kroger mix six is actually pretty solid up here
0: um yeah in yeah. the
1: so in the you're getting some georgia brews up there yeah i I feel like sometimes i feel like it's up to the store yeah like i don't think it's because i feel like some krogers i go in have a lot better selection than others in terms of craft beer mm-hmm. um so I'm, sometimes i wonder if it's kind of up to the store manager to stock a certain planogram of of craft beer yeah kind of choose pick and choose because i've actually started to see i think i mentioned it to you you know um sycamore the oh, Charlotte, yeah, yeah. They, uh, yeah, they've been featured. You know, they've been at the Kroger here around me recently, and it's just like that's one that I wouldn't expect to see in there, but that just makes me think that, like, okay, so the um, which was your old Kroger as well, so yeah. But so I, I, feel like that's why I just I can't help but think it's up to the store manager a little bit. So yeah, uh,
0: fun, well, hey, fun little fact as well with the mix six at Kroger nine ninety nine. So you can get yourself uh, you can sometimes score a six pack of something that's actually like eleven ninety nine or twelve ninety nine
1: at kroger nice. for 9.99 yeah i'm not gonna lie i been that that one i've been hopefully listeners that's definitely a uh a life hack because yeah, yeah. that's a good one for sure i've taken advantage wow. of it a few times i remember um and actually hot topic this week obviously with boulevard being in the news a little bit with the craft beer world um but have you read about that kyle i haven't actually okay well boulevard was in the news unfortunately i think they had one of their um employees. Uh, they're they 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 have been having some similar issues to what founders had or okay. not founders okay. but yeah founders dealt with recently so anyway so boulevard is in the news but anyway they had their uh, the calling double ipa and usually comes in a four-pack usually that four-pack at kroger is about 12 or 13.99 yeah um but you're right there were a bunch of them sitting in the in the mixed six-pack area for a while so i literally made a six-pack of the calling double ipas for go. nine ninety nine, So I got two more beers for cheaper the price. There so, you go. So kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's definitely a life hack. Life but hack. let's talk about this beer again. Yeah. Um, you want to crack with... into it? Yeah. Yeah? Let's crack into it. I, I definitely have some things to say about this one. I say some things to say like it's a bad thing, but are you popping the lid? Oh, Popped, yeah. Popping the lid. Ah. Boom. So something I can tell you right off, and I know we'll get to can design, but I think this can design. We haven't talked about it a whole lot, but I freaking love... The gold top can.
0: Yeah. I, I feel That's like something
1: it, you do not see as much anymore. It,
0: it it's an underrated aspect of uh of the canning uh the design yeah. as well. I feel like it gives it a nice little pop.
1: Yeah, it really is. I, I I just love that. You you don't see it as much anymore. I mean, I feel like back in the day, you know, eighties hell seventy. Well, it we won't go that far back, but like when this can design kind of came out, because obviously you know cans, I was watching a a time piece um look at TV you yesterday and i was noticing you know the can huh yeah well i wasn't watching it karina was watching it i was just in the room you were just uh, there but i was there cans are truly it's like true cylinder style you know not nothing you know now cans nowadays are kind of tapered near the top and bottom they kind of come in and mm-hmm. out so whenever they started using this type of can design um like the early budweiser's or whatever i feel like um miller high life obviously has like those yep. had the had the gold gold label and that's because the the the, some of the predominant colors on the camera gold so it kind of fit right in this one is i'll tell you right now and i'll i'll jump to branding which is the fact that this one is not predominantly gold um so that's why it's interesting to see the can top being gold like that yeah Uh, but we'll get back to that
0: it reminds me (laughs) a lot of uh rc cola
1: rc cola okay yeah i can see that i Yeah, Kyle, you, neither of us are really old enough to really have been like full on RC Cola people, but I know what you mean. Hey, I love still RC like, Cola. Yeah. Ooh, yep. Um, But anyways. I will say being from the South, I'm a big Coca-Cola fan. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, so in the glass, um, we didn't talk a whole lot about color. I mean, you talked a little bit about it in the last one. This one is what you should tr- come to expect from a lager, usually very light color. Yep. Um, Straw with a hint of orange in this one, I'd say just a hint. Just a, maybe just a little a, bit. Yeah. Hold on. No, oh, yeah, just a little bit. I was gonna say it could be the lighting. I'm looking at it in, but um, good head retention, good foam on this one. Um, yeah, this is a twelve ounce can, so it does not fill my glass up more than about two thirds of the way. Looks like you got a uh, like a crappy pour over here. Yeah, yeah, just the, just the, yeah, just a little half pour of your glass because your glass is so yeah. big. <laughs> it looks like it. It looks like I've already had a bunch, but. Um... But it's okay. I can drink this beer. Also, the sixteen ounce, literally, this this uh glass I'm rocking literally dwarfed the sixteen ounce or the five hundred milliliter can. So well, no wonder hit. this one looks like it's um but yeah, the aroma on this one is really good, really fresh, really hay. Um hey,
0: hey <laughs> what about
1: what about you? Give me your two cents on what you see in the glass, what you smell. Yeah.
0: Uh seed uh, really came. really, really clear. Like this is crystal clear. Um you you see nothing in this beer um yeah. i i do really like the color i think it's really appealing it reminds me of sadly a you know, a sunday of football
1: um maybe Ooh.
0: maybe next year chris um maybe next year
1: my <laughs> team wasn't even close yeah. I, I don't know if it's worse you know we were talking a little bit pre-show about this i don't know if it's worse to be so far off that you don't even care anymore or so close that you could smell the grass at the uh, the Super Bowl, it, you know. Like, I said, sorry, yeah, that's poor just, poor choice of words. This this soon after your it, loss, but it still, just
0: reminds it, me of the
1: old. Uh, yeah,
0: got you a dollar. got yeah. you quicker than that. It's and
1: it's so funny to me because I I've never been a big fan of the people who say uh, God, and I almost want to like legit. And I'll tell you what I really think when someone says like, oh, because immediately after you get that loss, because obviously I experienced it with the Braves this last year, where one win away you know, one play away from going to the world series and probably could have won the world series. Who knows? But, um, you you always have the, the one people. And a lot of times it's your own fans of your own team. The the first thing they're like, be like, ah, great season boys. We'll be out there next year. We'll go get them. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, how the hell is that? Your first thought? Like, no, how did you flip the switch? Not this year
0: and immediately forget about everything and move on to, to next year
1: already. um, yeah, yeah, I, I have a rule and I'm hoping you apply this rule as well. And maybe you have it's it. I'm like, you know what? I don't typically, especially after my team comes so close now to to like to lose a Super Bowl like the Falcons, did, and, you know, whatever, get to the World Series and lose that game. Like it's a little different, but like at least a two to three to four, maybe more days. Like I'm like, I don't want to watch any sports. I don't care yeah. about any sports. I don't want to watch any sports. Like I don't care what season's going on. I don't care. You know, I, I don't care. I just, I, if my team that like, had gone so far and then, you know, we so close, like obviously that's, and I'm speaking specifically, I'm thinking to the Super Bowl. obviously the year, the Falcons lost in in yeah. grandeur style. I was like, I just don't feel like watching sports for a week. I I'm, I'm not going to do it. Like, I don't care about, I don't want to talk about sports. I don't want to do it. And I know, so I'm sure that's how you felt. Oh so. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I
0: need like a, like a solid two months, you know, like just, just mm-hmm. give me a, give me a fresh break. Let me drink some beer, Chris. Right. Yeah true Which, hey we're drinking beer so yeah um i, can, I, I do, do really that. dig the uh the aroma of this beer as well it's very light i feel like underrated maybe a nice term for it not that it's it needs yeah. to be
1: overrated or underrated but I, I understated maybe is what i'm looking for Understated is a good one this one definitely is not as pungent as you don't realize but i kind of wish i guess i had kept some of the castellan in the glass but you don't realize how pungent that yeah. one was compared to this one because you're right that one was it it kicked it it didn't kick you, but it kicked you a little more than this one does, as far mm-hmm. as loggers go. Yeah. So,
0: um, did you dive in, Chris?
1: Oh yeah, I've already. I think I've already had a, had two or three sips. so nice. Tell, me, tell um, me a little bit about which, it. Which which, by the way, I I didn't notice it until you said it. But you're right. The fact that the aroma on this one is, the, you know, kind of the way you described it. This one is lower ABV. This one is four percent. Yep. So even for as far as loggers go, this is more like a light logger. Interestingly enough. Yeah, because th- did you know Bud Light's a four point two? Yeah. So, um, usually, if you and I'm, that's nothing against the beer itself. I'm just thinking like that. That could be good things because obviously, in the in the age of of low cal beer, um, yeah. this could be you know these types of beers really come on and get a following. So yeah, um, yeah, no. So I did taste it. Very, very tasty for sure. It definitely drinks like it might be closer to five percent. Which mm-hmm. I mean, I, I know we're talking like nickels and dimes here, but it's just like. Mm. oh yeah that's a, that's a nice light beer mm-hmm. for sure it's no distinguishable character for me but that could just literally be because it's lagers and it, it, it's a little hard you really have to dive deep to to find some of the flavor differences in lagers
0: for sure uh i definitely feel like it's a little bit thicker in mouthfeel too it, it it gives you a nice it, it coats the palate um it when coats drinking the tongue
1: yeah um yeah.
0: it does have a it, nice it,
1: dry you're... finish though too which i'd which I come to expect yeah. from the lager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good call. That's what it is, actually. It, it does have, I was trying to like sit here and I'm like, there's something that you're right differentiates this beer. So, this is a good example, by the way. So, this is, they actually call it this. Yes, they do. Nope, they don't. They call it premium lager. This is, in my opinion, an American lager. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't have that like malt backbone like the forefront that's not the first thing you get when you taste it i feel like that's maybe what sets apart like that european lager style is that like it's immediate malt immediate like you kind of taste the biscuity malt whereas american lagers are a little bit more about like the the ability to like hey we definitely want you to be able to go out and drink a six pack of this Mm -hmm. in a day when you're sitting on the lake or sitting on the pool whatever um maybe maybe even more like get drunk on this beer have a hangover the next day yeah which again No one likes having hangovers, but I'll be honest, like a good craft lager, I'd much rather have a good time with a good craft lager as opposed to a Bud Light. Oh, for sure. Coors Light. Miller Light. Yes, I said it, Kyle. Yes, I said it.
0: Hey, it's all good.
1: Um, Um, Yeah, no, this one, but you're right. The flavor drinks, this beer drinks larger than it actually is. For sure. Uh, I love this description. I have their website pulled up. Uh, Mm. They say,
0: whether you're wrenching on a car, taking a hike, camping or even just having a couple cold ones in the garage with friends after a long day garage beer is the perfect beer to share with share with life's best moments
1: that's a good way to put it yes i mean this which okay i talked about golf beers i talked about like work beers i've been doing a little bit more work in the 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 old work beer well yeah well hold on i didn't mean work in front of a computer but like work I've been doing some work like in the garage after hours or something like that. You know, like yeah, I yeah. in the garage and literally in an apartment garage, but um doing things around the car, cutting wood, making things, whatever. Yeah. It, these are the types of beers where I feel like I like having around to have just to, like sip on cuz I'm not like honestly, I almost feel like it's a waste if I have like this nice great, you know, either it, whether it be like a think um we were drinking the other day, um Six Bridges Silent Accord. Um mm-hmm. uh, it's Medlock. Yeah. Yeah, Metlock. You're drinking like an IPA or something that, which hey, Six Bridges gets a shout out on this episode. Um, Ooh. but you're drink, you know, you're drinking a hazy IPA. Like you, you come kind of want to make sure you get to enjoy that. Um, eight bit from Jekyll, by the way. They yep. re released it, um, this year. And like I was drinking it, like, and I was thinking about it. one. At uh, one at the time, I was drinking that one just like it was water basically. I just was using it as a thirst quencher essentially. And I was like, <laughs> this is the type of beer that like you need to like really savor. Mm-hmm. There's a t- there's a time and place for beers like garage beer is where it's like. I want a good beer that I can sip on where I don't have to worry about what I'm drinking. Cause I know it's good craft beer. I know that it's good ingredients. I know that it's not just like literally out to like drive up the alcohol content and make sure I have a headache the next day. It's actually like trying to make sure that I've, you know, like they said in the description, a good time yeah. while, I'm, you know, while we're, while we're enjoying life. So, oh, um, Hey Finn, <laughs> hey Finn. I locked the dogs out still, yeah. but comes in. We, uh, on the floor. <laughs> he's getting so big. Yeah. Uh, listeners, you need to see Finn. Maybe Kyle will, will start posting a little bit more on social media again. You'll get to see hey, Finn. Who knows? Hey, I will say um, this, Chris.
0: Yes. This is, this is new. Go ahead on Instagram and go to Finny the ween.
1: You, you, he's got his, he's got his own Instagram now. I don't know yes. how it
0: happened. Just happened.
1: <coughs> you don't know how it happened, but no, you do Just the same. Just happened. Oh. Finn the ween. Finny the ween. <laughs> I'm i def I'm definitely gonna go follow it. Just because you get to use Ween in his in his handle. I oh think. yeah. Um to. you so you make you they kind of mentioned it in their description of the uh the what the beer is for, but so Braxton Brewing, so what do you know about Braxton Brewing? Um there in Covington. I like their logo, by the way. And we'll talk about the can design, I but do. like yeah, just give a quick synopsis of did you you said you didn't go to the tap room, unfortunately. I did, I
0: did not. I picked this up at a Kroger. I Chris okay. honestly, I know nothing about them. Um, other than I was in the store, I was, I was going pretty quick and I needed to grab some beer. I looked up, saw this. I was like, that looks like a good looking beer. And yeah, that's why I picked it up. Um,
1: and so I will say good segue, I guess. Yeah, it's our, yeah, it is a great looking beer because it is actually our first beer from Kentucky, I was going to say. So that's yeah, Yeah. maybe we'll try some more. But yeah, this is a good looking beer. Um, yeah, go ahead and describe what you see on the can. And like I said, because I, I've got thoughts. Obviously, I yeah. feel like I've always, always do, but which that's see. what we're here for, which Chris. See, which see. Yeah, um, we are here for thoughts, yeah. unsolicited that no one can. Well, people can remember. Give us auditory corrections. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> at our us, website, let us know. Let you, us know <laughs> that we so, something up. Um, but anyway,
0: yeah, this beer uh, it is a a print on can, um, nice ball can here. Um, and it, and it's like a nice, like white, almost kind of cream kind of color, I guess. I I don't really know if you'd say cream, but it's, it's definitely like a white can, uh, writing all in like this nice, uh, nice Navy blue, um, with a, with a really nice font. It literally just says garage beer, uh, premium lager, and then brewed and filled in Covington, uh, Kentucky uh And then their logo at the top, and then when you kind of turn it over to the side, it's just got their logo really big going uh the the height wise of the can um and then just a, a little bit of text on it, but not nothing uh nothing crazy. I think it's very minimalist and i i I dig it
1: yeah no i I agree, and I think that because it's white predominantly what that is blue, right by the way, that's like yeah navy blue, yeah navy blue um. That's why I think I love this color scheme on this beer. the The font usage is also really fantastic mm-hmm. um, throughout the entire can. I I do like that it's a screen print. You can tell it's like a, a flagship beer for them because it is, um, be- because of the fact that it's got the uh, the screen the, the screen print the um, the permanent can design essentially. Mm-hmm. You have to go over, but yeah, Braxton itself just the logo is cool. I, I've I've seen that font before. Um, it says it's trademarked. But it's probably not the font itself. Either way, the font itself is really cool. It's kind of like a cursive um, army metallic font. It kind of yep. goes along with the eagle and uh, hops, of course. The hop body of, for the eagle they've got above the... Yeah, below, it so. almost
0: looks like a like a like um, an army like ca- uh, corporal or like some sort of pin like wings.
1: Um, but the yeah. bottom half of the eagle is, is like hops. Uh, and we need to do some research. I'm wondering if they have a little bit of military... Um, background to the opening of the brewery itself it does say obviously it says on the can itself at the intersection of hard work and innovation so i i imagine those types of ideals do stem from not not even someone military but just it does stem from like a a hard-working community kind of the blue collar community so Mm -hmm. um i definitely feel like similar to like how monday night got started where it's like you know the working class really got going they were like hey we need to start some good we, we like good beers. So let's start a good brewery. I feel I wouldn't be surprised if that's kind of how Braxton came along. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I actually will venture to say that I think this is one of my top 10 logos of any brewery I've seen, believe it yeah. or not. Yeah, I think it, I think um, it's really cool. Yeah. Cool elements. It, a lot of times when you incorporate too much into the logo for your brewery, you can kind of go overboard and you kind of get lost and just. That's why you see a lot of just simple, simple designs. Obviously, it's just a lot of times just a single emblem or something. Mm-hmm. I like this one because there's two different fonts and it's not overwhelming. Overwhelming. Yep. I also, like because it asymmetrical. Yep. Um But the can can design itself. The white and gold works really well. Yeah. So I, that I, I think, like.
0: I think uh, it, it's hard to do minimalistic without not giving you a lot, and I feel like mm-hmm. it hits that really nice even ground between. Being very clean and stripped down to the basic information you need, without being like, "Hey, where's where's all the too information?" Much. Yeah, for sure. So, what was the uh, what was the price point on this? Do you remember? Uh, price point on this, from what I remember, was nine ninety nine or ten ninety nine
1: for a six pack. Okay, um, it was. I can see nine ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna assume nine ninety nine for yeah. a second because I did ten, it's I weird. did pick up a different yeah.
0: beer from them as well, which I drank.
1: All of it. Oh, um, which that. What that beer was it? Ten ninety nine. That was an IPA. That was probably ten ninety nine because IPAs are typically a little bit more on that kind yep. of end of the spectrum. So, oh, whiskey heard a random neighbor walking by. So oh yeah, he's gonna do his barky bark thing right now. Um, so yeah, all in. I mean, distribution wise, I don't think that Braxton's down here. We've heard of them. Was this the one that um, Matt went to as well?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay,
1: that um the the head brewer for the one of the owners for um Scofflaw Scofflaw and yeah. I think he was there almost at like a day or two I think he just missed each other by a day or two there in Kentucky he yep. was he was up there looked like with his family he kind of stopped in posted it on his Instagram and then literally um you said something about hey that's literally i got a beer for us from yep. there so um kind of cool um yeah overall kyle what are your uh what would you give this beer and, and kind of why give me yeah your, give me your thought process I'm,
0: I'm gonna go with four 4.0 um i think this beer super light refreshing really great taste it's not uh it's not like a traditional light beer where you get very little taste it's it it it, it, it does have a, a nice flavor to it um the the can design knocks this out of the park for me i think this is one of the most well-designed cans that i've seen without really having a lot on the can um and the price point's great uh you can't really beat a 999 six-pack um even at you, you cannot know, the maybe maybe These a days. little bit ding is probably 4.0 for the
1: ABV, but hey i'm not gonna be picky all beer has its place so yeah i and i agree that that if you get it in a 10 that's about as good as you can do beer nowadays yeah so yeah how about yeah you? i mean based on everything you've said i mean it, i'm gonna echo pretty much a lot of what you had to say so i'm not going to say honestly much at all but i'm going to say that the the can design while simplistic it is it works for this beer i feel like a lot of times loggers we're used to seeing especially in the georgia market man the dogs are really going crazy back there right now yeah um but in the georgia market we're used to seeing some some things that are happening with loggers in terms of so think classic city Logger by Creature Comforts. I already mentioned the um, Steady Hand lager um, Logger, as well as Lloyd's Light. I'm not sure if you're as familiar with that one yeah. but that's one. They're kind of doing this whole like retro thing is like very simplistic but retro like kind of making it look like hey this can is straight out of the 80s. I really like that they did this with this can and the beer itself is good. Mm-hmm. The beer is the type that I would you know what if I lived anywhere near Kentucky or they distribute it down here. Um, okay. I'd love to have a beer like this local to me. Like like I said, we've got a few good ones here in the Georgia area, so I'll pick those up typically if I can at Kroger or whatever. But the fact that they make it easily accessible, um, I'm giving this a four point two five. Oh, wow. it's, yeah, I, I honestly, like I said, loggers, I feel like they don't get enough love from me. They don't get enough love from the beer community, but they can be some cool things. If you kind of look at just how well executed, and how clean they are. And this one kind of hits in those in those arenas. So, yeah, four point two five solid beer for sure.
0: Yeah, well, uh, uh, cheers to Garage Beer and uh, Braxton Brewing Co. as well.
1: Yeah, cheers. Cheers.
0: (laughs) Chris, we're on the, the last
1: beer of the episode, which... Is a sad
0: time, but also brings us closer to home.
1: Yeah, Uh, it is definitely a sad time for sure. But yeah, like uh, we used to feature more beers, but at the same time, three is a good number. Mm -hmm. Now I feel like so. Yeah, Yeah,
0: I can't. Man, remember when we did four beers? Man, that was a that was an episode.
1: Uh, (laughs) I feel like we've got a lot of good memories. Like remember that one time we did like all those barley wines? I think it was six different verticals, which we keep referencing. But yeah, it's been a second. Which, by the way, whiskey is now officially joined up with me. Like he's in nice. my lap now. Nice. So, uh, so hopefully, hopefully he doesn't he does knock not... the beer over. Yeah. Well, the beer is luckily on the table, so that shouldn't be an issue. Um, I was going to say, hopefully he stays quiet. Now, obviously, he usually likes to perch up on my lap. So, whiskey, you do not get the beer that we're going to be drinking now. Beer is bad for dogs, officially.
0: Yeah. Um. But <laughs> you pick this beer up, Chris. Why don't you? Uh, yeah. Why don't you tell me? Sure. How it is?
1: So this is a brewery that we have featured before. Uh, we had two new breweries on the, the show today, but this one is actually one we have done before out of Georgia. So keep in mind, we also have another thing we try and do, which is kind of feature something from around the the globe slash the country, something a little bit more local. So Braxton served that purpose tonight. And then this one's three taverns. Um, this one I thought was fantastic, to feature for the loggers, because this is their, this is Three taverns. Essentially, this is their logger they now have. Um, But it's not just a basic lager. It's actually a Japanese rice lager. Mm -hmm. Um, So, again, we really did feature three different versions of this style tonight. So let's go and crack it. This is Yukio. Yukio. U-K-I-Y-O, which I don't know what that means, but let's go and crack it. It's a 12-ounce can, and let's get into it. We'll talk a little bit about the beer itself. Whiskey, you're going to make this really hard to pour, aren't you? (laughs) I'm just sitting on your lap watching you pour yeah. in front of his face he is which keep in mind i have my like he's probably gonna yank my uh my air out because i'm trying to he's i'm trying to talk and pour at the same time but also whiskey's trying to get down because he he's one of those dogs who likes to be in your lap if he's on the ground yep. but if he's in your lap he wants to be on the ground so i'm gonna put him down um that's a good call whoop. yeah i was trying whiskey i was trying to invite you on the podcast don't you know this um
0: he was already on it chris
1: now two dudes and three dogs that's the show <laughs> two dudes three yeah so this one this one in the glasses it, it really is interesting how we had three different uh, loggers for such a style that people consider to be so similar yeah um the first one is it, it, the color wise was the darkest one we had the castellan mm-hmm. garage beer was the clearest lightest one we had now this one is like a hazy almost yeah yeah and that like, um,
0: I would I would only assume that that comes from the rice.
1: Well, you know it's interesting because rice actually I don't want to say you're wrong, but rice actually is a clarifying agent when it comes to homebrew. Um, it is what it's not so much a clarifying agent. It, it kind of helps clarify, but it actually helps thin the. Uh, so a lot of times if you use a mash bill that has too much of like a maybe an oatmeal or a a, a grain that tends to clog if you will like it tends to swell up so much with water mm-hmm. um it clogs everything rice helps to kind of clarify that a little bit and like ref- like find it out so that is it is it's a, it filters a little bit before it goes into your um boil kettle so so I don't want to say that you're that actually you might be right it might add some haze while it's doing that so yeah um so the other interesting fact about this beer which is one that again kind of escaped me the first one or twi- two times I had it I mean, I've now probably had this beer about well, I bought a six pack recently, which is where we got this one from. Um, but actually I got the six pack for free now that I think about it. Yeah, I got the six pack for free from three taverns. Shout out last time I was there. Yeah, shout out three taverns. Um I won't shout out who because I'm not I'm still not convinced that he was allowed to give me the six pack for free, but um but don't worry, I tipped them well. Um always and I spend a lot of money in three taverns, so but uh this actually features jasmine white tea as well. So yeah that's kind of where I don't want to say, I don't think Japanese lagers, I mean, I've, I've big flex, I've been in Japan, but, um, (laughs) I don't think that all Japanese lagers have, have, uh, Jasmine in them. So it's not like a thing. This one does the rice lager on the other hand is something that is like a truly kind of a Japanese thing. Yeah. So that's kind of interesting, but yeah, so this one is, um, you know, from the aroma column, you tell me what you get because now that you know about the Jasmine, Maybe the the way the mind works a little bit. You're gonna think you smell it, but I'm not sure. Maybe you do.
0: Sorry Dude. to go deep, deep.
1: You had the to smell. go deep on in this one. I would love to have seen you digging deep on the aroma on this one.
0: I just pictured uh, one of my high school football coaches go dig deep. Um. Mm. Yeah.
1: God, yeah. yeah. They do that in every sport, don't they?
0: Yeah. Dig deep.
1: Dig um, deep. Was he yeah, Southern too? He,
0: he was not. No. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i do get the jasmine uh it is a very floral uh note on the aroma which which i really like i think it adds like a nice kind of uh aspect to the lager um that you Mm -hmm. don't normally see typically you get that kind of uh hay kind of uh just malty kind of backbone where this is this is a little bit uh a little bit more floral also finn's uh making his barking appearance
1: yeah, I saw that. I heard I heard him in the background. Finn's Finn's getting a little bit more uh dog's getting more notoriety on this episode than they probably have in any sure. previous episode. But yeah, no, Finn's getting his uh his voice behind him, so I kinda like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, so this one I agree. The the Jasmine's definitely there. It's interesting because the first time I ever had this, I don't think I even like knew the jasmine was there. But also because I don't think I read the side of the can and it said it. Like it doesn't make it pronounced on the side of the can. It doesn't say like this is a lager made with jasmine tea. You have to read through the description of the actual beer itself even yeah. to note that. Um, but on the aroma, you're right. Now that like I know that it's there, you're right. I kind of do smell it a little bit. And I think that the um, it, it does definitely come through and kind of makes the mind – like it, it adds a subtle softness to the beer that it takes away from the freshness, in my opinion, of, that you usually get with the lager and mm-hmm. kind of adds like a floral note, which you don't normally get with the lager. Correct. So, yeah. The would... the head retention on this is the least of the day. Did you have something else, sorry, before I moved on? No, head no,
0: no. I, I was just agreeing with you.
1: Yeah, the 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 head on this one is probably the least of any beer we've had today. Um, at least mine dissipated really quickly. I poured it into glass, um, and it was gone relatively quick. Now there is a like that lingering layer of just thin foam. Yeah, sitting was, on top of mine right
0: now. I was I was gonna say I have a single ring of foam
1: single ring of foam but it's kind of cool because if you kind of spin the the beer in the glass i'm sure it builds a little bit right it does like mine does for sure so mm, yeah it does it smells earthy in a way too like the floral note it's kind of nice but it also kind of makes the beer smell a little bit earthy. oh you know so. what this
0: you know what this reminds me a lot of chris hmm. this reminds me a lot of the aroma you get from lord gray
1: which is also one of their beers kyle i realized as I was talking about that beer. Yeah. My clear, like it 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 made my mind so clear that I realized I had not hit record. Ooh. On my device. So yeah. unfortunately when you are recording with two separate recording devices, you both have to have audio. Yeah. Um so listeners, you might notice a little bit of a uh a a, a change in audio there cuz unfortunately we had to go off mine on Kyle's for a little bit. So mm-hmm. hopefully you got to, got a chance to hear me, not that you don't hear me talk enough, but um I I was just pointing out that obviously we we'd featured the um we we had the the anchor beer that they did with their employees previously and that was a really good beer featuring black tea yep whereas this one features a jasmine white tea correct so um yeah so let let's have you di- have Dovin, divin 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 or word have you <laughs> have you had any of this beer yet to drink
0: <laughs> I I have uh, I have taken a sip I'm gonna take another sip while Finn tries to attack me if you want to go ahead and start talking about it sure.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, and I've had this beer before, so I won't give my thoughts too much. I'll just say that, yeah, it's interesting because now that I know kind of the presence of that jasmine, it kind of definitely carries through the flavor as well. It does. This, yeah, it, this beer is is definitely not hoppy. What I like about all three of these lagers we've had tonight is that none of them are hoppy in any way. The hops are probably there simply to lend a balance that you don't realize you need Correct. In any beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But. But I like that this one is is, and the reason I say that is because it tastes crafty. This one and the Braxton one both tasted really crafty in my opinion. Um, this one for sure, just because it has the addition of jasmine. But like I said, it's kind of cool just to know that these are craft beers and you can tell they're craft beers even though you don't taste hops. Yeah,
0: but. yeah, I would I would completely agree. Uh, it's definitely a needed thing, obviously, to make the beer right um and Mm -hmm. to to help kind of balance out the rest of either the overly sweetness of the malt or uh the you know the tea maybe even um but Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. i i I definitely agree this is it's definitely the most interesting and unique flavor out of the three that we've had um as far as the lager goes um it's i i really like the progression of what we what we had on the episode today chris
1: sorry yeah i do i think I think it's, it's completely okay. That's what beer does to you, especially yeah. when you're drinking this much beer. Yeah, not only did it work from a, um, we did the international, well, national, the bigger, we we call it large scale, medium scale, and small scale, mm-hmm. close to home. <laughs> um, you're right. This kind of works because you're right. We kind of built up to a flavor profile, which just kind of shows that lagers don't always have to be um, kind of bland and boring, mm-hmm. um, which I think that with all three of these, I mean, the unpasteurization of the Castellan was really cool. That just the idea of it's like a real rugged beer, the, the Braxton is how cleanly executed that one was. Um, and then this one, obviously, which is kind of just proves that you can actually start adding some adjuncts a little bit different and still have a good lager that's crisp and clean because this one comes across as very crisp and clean, in my opinion, um, even though it's a little hazy on the flavor itself or color itself. So this one is 4.2 per, 4.25% alcohol, so also still relatively low, um, but Kyle, that logo or that sorry, that label design on this one. Yeah, I think we've both uh, maybe have some opinions on this one, but I know you were yeah giving me your four shots, and I said nope. Let's talk about it on the episode. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, for me, you know, so describing the can a little bit. Uh, at the bottom, um, you have a, a nice uh, maybe in half inch strip of black with a lot of the information and in their logo, which is a a nice stamp um three taverns with a big three in the center and then at the top of of the can you also have a nice little strip where it just says three taverns three taverns three taverns all the Mm -hmm. way around um which
1: i can't remember do their normal three taverns cans have
0: the top and bottom strip interesting uh question um i uh, yeah actually uh so uh knight does it prince uh a pilsner does it as well um tango at the ponce also does it um, but the uh, Lord Gray, uh, all their sour series does not, um, and then okay. more of their uh, like Rowdy and Proud has that very um, that series also has its very distinct yeah. look, which we had on the podcast before. Um, oh, yeah, we did. That was one so of their the their the flagships favorite. all have the the traditional black at the top and bottom, and then all of their okay. other more uh, limited release seasonals and and kind of draft only and stuff like that don't.
1: For some reason, I just could not remember because with this one, I'm looking at the black and while everything in the middle, which we're about to talk about is different, Mm -hmm. but the the black, I thought maybe kind of stuck around amongst all their beers, but I could not remember. Yeah.
0: Um, And then in the center is like this uh, kind of white blue wash, which almost looks like uh, some water clouds. Um, And then there's a gentleman sitting in a armchair, which is mounted on the back of a koi fish. Um, which is like kind of swimming or flying through the the water or the clouds. Um, and then there's a nice like Japanese style banner um, for the name, which, which also has premium lager beer next to it um, and some information on the back um, with a smaller version of the same
1: thing. Mm-hmm. Very interesting, very busy. Um, yeah, very busy. It reminds me of the what's that painting? And I should know this again because it's everywhere and, Japan as well. The one with the waves and then you get Fuji in the background.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. You know the one, which I'm sorry. Hey, listeners, we're,
1: we're quizzing you. We deep down, we actually know the answer to this question. We just want you to, to, to email us and tell us, that you know, as well. Um, yeah, it kind of reminds me of that. It's, it's definitely a very um, Japanese art, kind of some of the things you've seen, definitely with the koi fish. You're right. What, what's interesting to me is that this can, unfortunately, you have to look super close to get any of that detail, mm-hmm. um, which I don't want to say you don't like. But most of the time now, I don't find myself looking super, super close at can designs. And that's just because there's so many different you know, options for craft beer out there. I The guy sitting on the back of the koi fish with you right in the armchair, he's got a flowing mane of a beard and hair. Yep. Um, and honestly, I wouldn't have like. That's the first time I've ever noticed that, which is really sad. But <laughs> and then you got this floating island in the background with two palm trees. Yep. Well, shoot. Now that I'm looking at them, they don't look like palm trees. Um, but <laughs> it it it's just essentially there's a lot going on with the the can design or the label. You know, other than you know, interestingly enough, you don't see any, like hops on there or anything, but Correct. yeah, it's just it's overall. I mean, you're right. There's just a lot to look at, and I don't want to say it's a bad thing. It's just one of those things that you don't normally see with beer. It's very different than their normal can design because they've been going to that like three or four, you know, just a few letter like name plate type d- design, kind of yeah. collegiate font, and so this is very different. To your right, for one of their flagships or one of their core beers to actually kind of feature this type of design for sure. Yeah.
0: And uh, one thing I will say at the bottom um, I I really enjoy in that black strip strip on the bottom um, is they have two sayings at the bottom, one being brewed in the south, which I think is cool, um, and then uh, surpass the ordinary. Um, You know, I I would say three Mm -hmm. taverns does a lot of like very different kind of like sours and a lot of different like they try a lot of new things they're not very um stagnant with the things that they like to try um so i think that i think that saying fits them
1: very well yeah agreed they've you know consistently they've always been one of my favorite breweries in the state mm-hmm. um and in the beer itself i agree it's it's kind of cool to see that we've we talked a little bit about last season how they Open the Imaginarium. Yeah. Um. I think we're gonna get a chance to go over there and kind of explore it a little bit. Maybe even this season. We'll see. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they're doing some cool things over there. Uh. I will say that. So this beer, which I mentioned, is now one of their core beers. Or actually, you mentioned it. I just I remembered now that you're right. It is one of their core beers. I feel like this is originally, this beer itself was done as like a special. Um. Mm-hmm. They released. But now it actually it's kind of going to be on year round. So I'm interested to know if at the tap room itself, have you been over to the tap room? I the haven't. I have not been to either location. Okay. So I've been just recently to the one in Decatur, mm-hmm. um, and like aside from getting some of the beer for free, yeah, their their sour series is is fantastic because not only do they have their Sapporis, which is one of my favorite beers they make, which is the um, the guava passion fruit. Um, sour, but they actually do a lot of like local, um, localized, like they call them the luxury kind of variants of those where they add they add in like you know they add the cream kind of the the whether it be um, shoot why did I just blank on it they add kind of some of the vanilla some of the um, why did I just blank on the the <laughs> additive um, you know what I'm trying to say yeah yeah wow yeah. as a it's clearly been the off season for me because I can't even think of the um, lack. Why did I don't say lactic acid. That's not, that is not lactose. right. <laughs> lactose. Yeah. They add a lot of the lactose, vanilla, that type of thing to kind of give it that like pie, um, kind of creamy texture to it. They kind of just add that to a lot of their sours to kind of yeah. make some cool variants on it. So the, I had um, saparis with chili recently, chili mm, lime, which is really interesting. That, that's anyway. a part of their,
0: uh, sour asylum series.
1: Yeah. It's all sour it asylum. You're right. Yeah. That's a good point, but they release them and they go k- super quick on craft cellar. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of cool. They have always have some good variants. Imaginarium, I've had a chance to go there as well. Um, and they always have like, they actually have even more like an extensive beer list there of different like crazy things they've tried, whether or not it's IPAs or just different variations of like typical styles, you know, you know, the brown ale added with this added the um oh, what was the one that I had there? There's like a cinnamon roll something or other. Ooh. Like it sh- it, they do some cool stuff. And I think that's what I've always respected about three taverns. They do it without being like overly gimmicky Ooh, or relying on the gimmicks. Yeah. Hey, Finn, um, which is kind of cool. So overall, the the price point on this was free. Sure. Um, if you haven't heard. <laughs> um, but no, I think normally these you can actually find these at, again, aforementioned mentioned Kroger, yep. um, some of the area, some of the the area, easy to shop store so it's pretty much anywhere you want to shop it's sure. usually around ten dollars i mean it's honestly not usually more than more than ten bucks for the for the six yeah pack. i think i so picked they don't...
0: up uh, lord gray for like 12.
1: yeah which their sours are usually a little bit more um i think that this because they're core beers core beers really should always be under ten dollars for a yeah. six pack yeah at most ten i think if you pick this up on craft cellar it's ten bucks to be exact so um yeah so final okay. thoughts Kyle, yeah, for you on this one.
0: I'm going to I'm going to go um I'm going to go 425. Uh for me, I think this is a super interesting beer. Definitely one of those that uh if you're into loggers or you're into kind of like the um even, you know, experimenting with uh, a Japanese rice lager, there's so many different layers to this, including the tea um that you can really kind of like dive into and find something new Mm. and exciting um with a beer that you haven't tried yet um i I think the only thing for me that i'm gonna ding on is the label i just think it's a little too busy but um you know that's just my personal opinion um but overall super good beer chris
1: yeah agreed yeah what do you think um man i'm giving these lagers really good ratings today but i actually am gonna just go ahead and echo most everything you said 4.25 um this one for me, the Jasmine is what could, could have gone really well, really or really wrong. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, it makes this beer like it kind of makes this beer interesting in a way that to the point that I'm like, I could drink easily a six pack of this. We didn't really talk about six pack tests on this one, but I could easily drink a six pack of this. I probably wouldn't drink more just because I'm trying to, hey, watch the figure. It's January sure, right sure. now or February, whatever we're cutting season. Um, but yeah no i mean I, I i love what they did with this beer the the label cutting some cutting some points on the label just but i mean there's some things that get missed there is some credit i want to give it like almost like half points because i do like some of the detail there it's just unfortunately it gets lost like i did not even know yeah like, it just looks like a regular they made it look like a regular japanese rice lager which i kind of like the font they use for yukio itself but other than mm-hmm. that um yeah, they're doing some cool things. Distribution, obviously, this one. I like they made this core beer because this is actually apparently one of their only loggers yeah. they actually do. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is the only one. I looked it up on Untapped and this was the only one. Um but yeah, so four point two five for I say obvious reasons. I just for loggers, I'm I'm impressed with all I was impressed by all three of these and I think this is a great way to kick off the season. Yeah, for sure. Because it's something we don't normally do, which is feature on, you know what? Feature on some beers that are honestly underplayed in the underplayed in the craft beer industry Mm -hmm. so i would agree um but i think other than that we just can cheers to uh the three taverns in yukio yeah cheers (laughs) thanks for joining us on this episode of malty goodness we're in season five kyle can you believe it? four four chris wait we're in season four yeah Oh, man, I feel like I messed that one up. Why do I feel like season five? Okay, well, clearly I'm already getting ahead of myself. So, yes, we're on season four. Um, And it's honestly, we have a great season plan. I'm actually super excited about this season. I'm I'm excited about every season. I think I say that almost like on every episode. But this one I'm even more excited about because we've already Contrary to what we normally, you probably couldn't tell this, but Kyle and I normally don't plan these episodes like sixteen episodes in advance. Yeah, we've pretty much planned this entire season because yeah. we we're like so excited to do a bunch of the beers we're going to have on the show this season. For sure, um, some of the the breweries we're going to feature, some of the um, beers around the world we're doing, obviously some of the the heavy hitters we got. Like mm-hmm. we got some cool beers going on this season, and so super excited about this one. It's going to be a great um, entry first half of the season, spring season of twenty twenty one. But other than that remember you can stay up to date with all things multi goodness at our website multi goodness.com or on instagram at multi goodness podcast or hey we're even on facebook at multi goodness um remember we also like to hear from you so if you have any auditorial corrections and or just feedback about the show you can also reach out to us on that one mm-hmm. we've got our contact form on the site or we um which i think links to our email address i should know that now, yeah. but Which, hey, we have some koozies, so if you want to pick up some koozies, we got that on the merch portion of the site. I know we keep saying it, so you know what? Let's continue the trend. We'll probably have some future merch on the site as well, so we'll just keep that out there. So look for your local sticker anywhere that you go drink beer and you might see multi goodness. Take a picture, tag us, put us on Instagram. Yeah, Let us know you saw our sticker at one of your your out and about spots. Um, Other than that, Kyle, looking forward to this season. Mm -hmm. Loggers are a great way to start. 'Cause I can imagine we got some dark beer, some light beers, some IPAs, some flavored beers, some all sorts of crazy stuff yeah. coming at you this season. So any um any forethoughts going into this season?
0: You know what, Chris? Sometimes it's uh it's worth it to wait six weeks to Woo! to
1: have a beer. Yes, it is. Cheers. <laughs>